Welcome to Monticello Podcasts, where we look at various aspects of Monticello, Thomas Jefferson, and the work of the Thomas Jefferson Foundation, which has owned and operated Monticello since 1923. I'm Chad Woolerton, Monticello's webmaster. If you could somehow talk with Thomas Jefferson and could ask him one question, do you know what it would be? Well, if you don't, Bill Barker, who betrays Thomas Jefferson for Colonial Williamsburg, just might. After consulting a few of his fellow Jefferson interpreters from around the country, Bill has created lists of the ten most popular questions that adults and kids have for Thomas Jefferson. And he shared them with us at a recent talk on interpreting Thomas Jefferson here at Monticello's Jefferson Library. The true purpose of first-person interpretation is to provoke questions. So to conclude these observations on interpreting Thomas Jefferson, it may be curious to many what particular questions Mr. Jefferson most often receives. After many years on the road and the special opportunity to portray Mr. Jefferson in permanent locations familiar to him in his own time, the following 10 inquiries are agreed by the aforementioned coterie of Jefferson interpreters to be the most frequently engaged by adults. Following these, the 10 most frequently asked by children. I would like to ask you, before you have the opportunity to inquire of me, what do you think some of the 10 questions asked by adults may be? That is actually not in the top 10. <laughs> not in the top 10. The general, across the country and, and amongst us all, that is not so generally known. The relationship with uh, Hamilton. That is number four. Number four. What is the nature of your disagreements with Mr. Hamilton? <laughs> no, it's not there. That, that could come under one of the questions that children most often ask. Well, let me, let me, let me recite them. Vying for numbers one and two. They flip-flop nearly every year. Those on slavery and religious freedom. Number three. How long did it take you to write the Declaration of Independence? These, these are from adults now. Number four, are you and Mr. Adams still friends? Oh, excuse me. Uh, well, here we go. One and two I, I have put with those two, the slavery and religious questions. So let me move. That was actually number three. Number four, what is the nature of your disagreements with Mr. Hamilton? Number five, what gave you the authority to purchase Louisiana? Number six, why did you send the Lewis and Clark expedition? Number seven, who has had the greatest influence in your life? Number eight, what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment as president? Number nine, tell us about your friends, your family, Monticello, and Poplar Forest. Number 10, Did you have relations with that woman? <laughs> From children. Number one, 
Who is your best friend? Number two, do you have any pets? <laughs> a favorite exposition is a Caractacus. I'd love to talk about the horse Caractacus. Number three, what is your favorite food? And there we can get into peas and uh, vegetables well cooked. Uh, number four, what is your favorite book? Number five, do you have any brothers and sisters? Number six, from children, how long did it take you to write the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> Number seven, what is it like to be the President of the United States? Number eight, are you and Adam still friends? <laughs> Number nine, why did you send the Lewis and Clark expedition? And number 10, not a question, a statement. Mr. Jefferson, I've been to Monticello. Mr. Jefferson would answer all of these in clear and simple terms and with a desire to learn more of his visitors' interests. Of course, his own questions would naturally follow, and in reference to tonight's subject, there are two. When and where did you first become interested in Thomas Jefferson? Number two, when has he ceased to be fascinating? Thank you. <laughs>